0: If you ask the greatest filmmakers, what is the greatest movie of all time, they would probably give different answers. Some may say Citizen Kane, some The Godfather, some prefer Bicycle Thieves. But one answer you will hear unanimously is obviously Dun Dunna a Dun Goal. Go on, the guy! Do
1: you see a, f- you see a footballer? hi uh we are back again after a very long time we've got Dhruv again with us and uh today we are talking about films that are based on football since this is the euro season and um, we're recording now during the first few days of of the of the tournament but i don't know when we'll put this out because you know we're, we're too lazy to edit uh <laughs> like we did with the uh, other episodes as well so yeah yeah so basically you know what what is your what is your general take on you know sports films in 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 cinema in general
0: uh i mean i there's like the sport i really connect with the most uh is football only but i think football hmm. is maybe one of the sports that's least uh represented best in film like it's it's like one of those sports which right. uh, which lacks like a uh, uh, Chakde also in mm. I guess to bring in an Indian context here like <laughs> we have Dhandanathan goal but I yeah, don't know yeah. how much that that we counts as a Ngoal. landmark of uh, football <laughs> movies but yeah like I think uh, we in the west also yeah. I think the tendency is always it's always been a hard thing to put football on screen I think the what's the goal movies are right. the ones which I, I I watched a lot when I was into football but not so much into film but hmm. they are like very sort of stock hmm. uh whatever plot A, B, C points. You know the story kind of that. Like you it's the yeah, 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 It's yeah, the yeah, type yeah, of story like, that uh that FIFA puts in its games, uh like the journey mode or whatever they took out. Like it's the same story <laughs> of oh a child who's super enthusiastic about football finds a way hmm. to get into the team and then gets promoted gets distracted by glitz and glamour of yeah. football world etc etc whatever very like routine work rise of football fall. rise and yeah. fall everything yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's like little room i think people have uh chosen to sort of explore like there's so many aspects of football uh, i think that hmm. film can use versus like actual because whenever i watch football on the television right we already have uh footage of seeing the game like there's so much right excitement in just watching footage of people playing the game uh whatever wide camera angle or like close-ups and all also mm-hmm. but like the actual working behinds right. of football the fans their culture how they react to the game is what i think can mm-hmm. be added to films like those things can supplement the football hmm. or like they can be the major focus and football can be like the thing that everything is around. I think because that's how hmm. you you will be able to or, or people will be able to tell stories which feel unique also, right? Like this whole thing where right, you right, have right. to show a football game, I think is is kind of missing the point also because like hmm. I so a lot of the films we will talk about actually will also focus on yeah, yeah, films yeah. which are not centered on, oh, this football game is happening. Or, like, this is the football game. Right. It's very much based on, like, people, mm-hmm. people's relationships, how club systems work in mm-hmm. England, uh, how national team systems and nations work. And, like, uh, mm-hmm. and even some films, like, uh, I know we are not going to talk in detail about this, but something like Jafar Panahi's uh, Offside, which is not even about... Offside. Nor- right. It's basically you hear the football game, just like the protagonists in that film hear it only. Mm-hmm. They, they they are restricted from watching the football game itself because of the laws in Iran and then mm. but the joy mm-hmm. and like the passion for the sport comes through in those people's reactions of knowing what happens right. in the sport versus like actually watching I think that's so much more of like a powerful way of exploring these things and uh, football mm-hmm. often misses it I think football movies especially don't have the right I don't think courage but it's more to do with I don't know, I think they stick too much to the template. Uh, mm-hmm. And, like, they want to right, appeal right, right. to that mass audience, like that,
1: yeah. I, I have not seen off-site, yeah. but I've seen a fairly, like, good number of films based on football. So, I think, but but majorly what these sports films, you know, yeah. those quote-unquote sports films bank on the underdog factor. Yeah. Like, without that underdog factor, their films failed massively because yeah. there's nothing to, you know, mm-hmm. watch uh, as a whole. And I, th- and I think that factor... Um, can only come in play when you if you're if you're watching a documentary yeah. majorly. Like if, if it's the sto- if it's a story of rise, rise, rise and no mm-hmm. fall and then rising up a alla- aspect is not there. Yeah. Then it's just you're watching a documentary that makes it for a better watch because at least you'll gain some information. Like, mm-hmm. you know, direct information. So that underdog aspect has been like so abused in, in that sense, you know, because we've seen it probably like every sports film has that, you know, aspect. Mm-hmm and without without it those films are like zero yeah. so i think the, the 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 good films you know tell that underdog part well yeah like you know if they make you actually believe in that believe in those characters or, or whatever or if it's a real life personality i think that is the success and even like just like like how you said you know it's not just about those games it's all it's also about those people who are you know uh, behind the doors voila, talk you know yeah were not actually playing on the field, but off the field drama also like adds to the whole um, narrative as a whole. But uh, my my I have one issue with most of these films, you know, that they uh, the the sports part, you know, the game part, be it you know not just football uh, but even other sports, they aren't directed really well. Mm. Like it actually looks like you know. Yeah. Um, like, they're actually, you know, dramatizing. Oh,
0: you you, know? you you mean... So, it doesn't feel real. You mean the direction in gold isn't A1? The one where they have, like, those crowds cheering <laughs> on through, like... You're watching, like, Cricket 07 uh, while you play, like, a video game. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I mean, gold was a massive failure on, on so many aspects, you know. Yeah. Even though I, I thought it had, like, massive potential. Mm. Um. You know, like like... In one of those things, like uh, during climax, during the climax, um, there are these clouds that are going, that are coming over, and mm-hmm. I think uh, rain makes up for a very good climax in any case. You know, mm-hmm. just adds to the whole tension, not just you know, in terms of sound uh, and the noise, but also in terms of texture. You know, visually, it just adds so much to it because you know, there's this mm-hmm. sense of edge of the drama feel to it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's very natural to the whole. Uh, uh, rain aspect and you know as soon as that thing is coming on they ended with uh, like the game ends with that sunshine thing and I'm like you've defeated the whole purpose of that rain Yeah. and I think Chakde uh, did that aspect of you know shooting that game part really well yeah. I think that is where your experience of watching actual games also you know comes in handy Definitely, or yeah. your
0: research pays off well Yeah. or yeah. otherwise I mean but, uh, but obviously I there think... are like a few dramas <clears> hmm <throat> Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, just uh, yeah, Chakdeh I think is like the high I mean I will make the shameful admission of never having seen uh, Lagan in its entirety ever. So uh-huh. I watched it in parts but I don't uh-huh. remember certain aspects. But Chakde uh That's understandable. Yeah, the, the Chakde in its uh <laughs> Yeah, but I do definitely remember how there is like that element of passion and like, you know, there's like Chakde always captures mm. that idea of playing that sport with passion and everything really, really well. And I I always right, think that right, if right. you can't do, do that, don't film the sport. I think that's a very sort of, uh, like, there are ways to work around it, I think. And and again, once we get into the films we we will uh, focus on, mm. we can very much uh, point to, like, those methods in which I think people can circumvent uh, the, you, it could be lack of resources, it could be anything, but, like... If, uh, hmm. if you can't direct them, like just to like show the game and then work your way around it in some tacky manner, I think it's rather better to right. lie really a lot of it and uh, implication fans notices, right, right, right. grunts whatever like managers whatever they are saying all that I think is I mean so that effective. that is the
1: smart part about it that's yeah. the smart smart part about direction you know you can be smart about things yeah. if you are you, you're short on resources you be economical with whatever you have in your hands mm-hmm. I think that is how you make a good film like how you you're telling about offside I have I've not seen offside hmm. but I've heard a lot I've read a lot about that film hmm. and you know that is one way to show you know such like portray sport and mix it with with whatever you want to call a social cause or whatever yeah. and marry it in in such a sense that you know it makes for a compelling narrative absolutely. i think that is where that win lies for 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 most of these films
0: absolutely no no yeah. definitely it, it's it is it, the offside in particular i think is very docu uh, realism only which which is a lot mm-hmm. of like iranian mm-hmm. cinema in general but like Offside is a lot like that and I think it benefits Mm. from that uh, cinema verite approach or whatever like that. Handheld camera and just allowing stuff to to just flow rather than like direct it, uh, which is Mm -hmm. directed like it's like an effort of like, oh, look at how the sweat is flowing through the player's body or like whatever. Like that really, I think, Uh defeats the purpose, especially if you like have all that in close up and everything. I think it always... Either you sort of mimic the aesthetic mm. of how matches actually work in football, which I've, see, I've not seen this mm. movie, but I've heard both great and horrible things about it. It's uh, Zidane, a 21st century portrait, which is like a mix between like an art installation and like a documentary, right? And okay. it focuses, it has like cameras and all these weird places just focusing on Zidane uh, in a match for 90 minutes. So it's to do, which, which like initially, even when I hear about it, it kind of seems defeating the purpose of football, considering I don't think it's like that individual Mm. in sport, but it's interesting uh, Mm because similar approaches have been used in other like not non-sports movies and I've really liked them. So if, uh, if someone has seen it, I would love to know what, what they think of it on. The, I have not the, seen it, but I've heard like. Not the player. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: but, yeah. No, no. Zid- the, the film about Zidane has, has featured uh, in, in a couple of lists that I read, you know. Uh, mm. Not now, like sometime back. Uh, yeah. And, like, let's talk about, like, football films in general, you know. Mm. Uh, because there are these, all, all, all these throwaway documentaries about um, so many sports stars, you know. And, yeah. uh, like, the, the Ronaldo documentary, the Messi documentary, and. Uh, whatever you want to call. There was also a couple of Pele films, you know, the dramatized version of that Pele story and all of those, but I'm not sure all of those worked uh, at all because I I ended up watching just one of those films that I mentioned, which is the, the Ronaldo documentary, which was fairly, you know, uh, until that point where he wins Ballon d'Or.
0: It still isn't. I think the issue with, this is like the very traditional sort of, if the person is alive, Making a documentary is always mm-hmm. a bit of a dodgy issue, I think, just because what do you criticize yeah. without having the fear of being sued by the person itself, right? And, like, how much can you criticize <laughs> the person is, like, the big... Uh, the one movie that <clears throat> kind of does, and we we can lead our discussion directly into this movie because it's a documentary, uh, do this mm-hmm. and... Uh, and does it fairly successfully, I think captures the whole dichotomy between Diego and Maradona is the, the documentary by Asif Kapadia. Right, right, right. Which I think is uh, Khamadi, yeah. a really, really good documentary. It's uh, It knows right. how to like approach its subject in a way which doesn't feel like it's just uh, uh, sort of making like, the guy a god. Uh, uh, but but it feels humanized. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it broke him down. Yeah. Uh, what I l- liked about it, uh, initially also was how um like there were a couple of things that i i liked, and i know what the, the kind of stuff that you liked in the film as well mm. uh the, the first of the first was you know it focused on a very certain section of um, maradona's life
0: yeah
1: and uh, which is uh, when he moves from barcelona to uh, napoli and how he became a legend there, and you know Napoli's success is equated with Diego Maradona's. You know, mm. uh, excellent game and everything. Yeah. I think that was the I think that was the first step to success uh, of making that film because uh, Asif Kapadia actually chose what the right aspect is uh, for that narrative, mm-hmm. and then he added like whatever ten things he had to, and yeah. you know the, the what you just spoke. Yeah, like it was a clear difference between two stories: the Diego part and the Maradona Mar- part.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I I think, uh, I mean, I, you know, the strange moment is when we were deciding to actually talk about Diego Maradona, the first thing that came to my mind is like that opening sequence, hmm. which is like such a great way to introduce (laughs) a documentary. It's like a car journey in Naples and it's flashing through all his (laughs) life till the point he arrives at Naples. That's like such a great way of showing where the film is located, what it's like uh, not including what it's going to include. I think it's, it just makes mm-hmm, it super succinct, mm-hmm. succinct in that sense. And uh, and yeah, after that, I think there's, yeah. of course, there's Diego Maradona and like the two personalities. And I've unfortunately always seen Maradona uh, not playing. And unfortunately, in the state he was with Argentina as mm-hmm. a manager and like post that, whatever right. uh, public calamities that mm-hmm. have happened. And my reputation of him, unfortunately, yeah, was made yeah. much more towards that side. Cause, cause I've uh, I mm-hmm. never saw like the skill of the player, and like he uses I think right, footage right. really well. Cause I think he he's done that with his other documentaries mm-hmm. also. I've not seen Senna. I I saw Amy, Senna. which I really liked. But uh, but he's mm-hmm. he's always uses these documentary for like footages really well. Because then I am a bit tired of the talking heads mm. method of documentation. In any case, so <laughs> that, the voiceover and the and the mm. uh, It feels more immediate, like just zooming in on a photo of him and like just allowing him to like tell part Mm -hmm. of his story, allowing coaches to add to it. And then I think there's even like great insights about like Naples as a city, right? Because I think there's the point where you get to know how they turn on him Mm. or like how they sort of begin to embrace him. So I think Mm -hmm. all those parts are like very important because they like inform not only Diego Maradona, but like just how things around him were like, at certain points in time and I think uh, Kapadia yeah. is generally a very good director in any case but like I think he's uh he did really well with Diego Maradona because it was one of those documentaries which I was o- excited to watch but I was also like oh is this just going to like make a god out of him mm-hmm. and especially coming as someone who's skeptical about his real life persona I was like how will you like decide to break that down because uh but I thought it was really well done um yeah Mm. Yeah, I really thought it but I
1: film. think that's um that was like the success part of the film because you know uh, the kind of elements it chose to portray because yeah even like like how you said uh, I've not seen Maradona play and I, I the first time I actually saw him was uh, in 20, in the 2020 2010 world cup right mm. where he was coaching um,
0: Argentina yeah. Argentina
1: and and the, the part how his legacy defined Napoli's legacy I think um, that as a subject matter and how he, you know, uh, wove a, a, a very fine narrative uh, around both those, you know, characters. Because I think th- I thought Napoli was also that, you know, had that gangster crime mafia feel to it. Because, you know, th- that's what Definitely. Italians were famous for at that time. And, yeah. you know, those drugs and, you know... So it felt like a crime movie along with a, uh, you know, documentary Definitely. as such. And, you know, yeah. uh, the... The, the major part of it was very, very engaging and very, you know, how do I put it? Very experience-based. Like, yeah. uh, that's what I read later on as well, uh, uh, when I was reading about the film, that, uh, because I was wondering, how how did they get that kind of good sound? Hmm. The, the kind of footage that they included in the film. Yeah. I was wondering, how did they manage to get that kind of sound at that time, in you know, in, in the 80s? And that's when yeah. I read that, uh, you know, um, Asif Kapadia went, uh, went and actually, you know, recorded for for the um, sound and you added to oh. the whole experience part of it. I think which is what pays off really well. I, add to that the score, and you know all of those elements just actually combine so well. And I and you know uh, because of like some um, timing issues, I missed uh, missed out uh, watching it in theaters. Hmm. But when I saw it, um, whenever. I thought that was like one of those films where, where you have to actually watch in theatre to, you know, have that elevated experience of a five-star film. Um, mm, yeah. I mean, five-star no, is mean, still, you know, I,
0: uh, yeah. describing no, no, I, it in I, that I, sense. I, I was engaged very much in, <laughs> on the laptop also just to re my point about it should work on any medium. But uh, but no, I understand what you mean. There, mm. there is an experiential nature to the whole film. It It is very like, it feels like or whatever in the midst of all this drama and like part of that journey, whatever Mm -hmm. he's going through at that time. And, uh, and yeah, I remember just uh, feeling fairly exhilarated while watching it. It's a long movie. It's like two hours, 10 minutes, but it doesn't feel like it uh, because it's, uh, it's really well captured and, and maybe, yeah, that's the big thing that you focus on one aspect of one's life and that sort of allows you to uh, enhance everything around their lives. So much more, like, rather than like, you know, how a typical biography would go like, oh, A to B to C to D, like, that's like hmm. the list of events he's accomplished in his life. Like, imagine Diego Maradona's documentary, hmm. like, hmm. Uh, from capturing Barcelona, <laughs> and then this, then Argentina, and like, it, it would just be Argentina. like, a, it would just be like a complete mess. Uh, or it'll just be like yeah. a Wikipedia entry, which I think is like the worst thing you can do with a, uh, with any mm-hmm. film rather than just a sports film. But even that film has yeah. so much like... You no, know, but the the, the the Diego Maradona film has so much documentary footage. Like just the footage of watching him play yeah. on that grainy video is like, it has a different charge to itself. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think any... Like if if one tries mm-hmm. to recreate that in uh, in any form like uh, in a filmic form i guess that would seem to have lost something i guess and that's not to say that you can't recreate it i just think that there's a real like hmm. immediacy and like uh authenticity it's a, a cliched word but yeah authenticity to to watching that yeah, uh, yeah i get it that yeah. image yeah
1: i mean yeah so this is like a very good recommendation for anyone who's who's listening to this the other film that uh, we are going to talk about and this this is one of those films where Um, everyone who'd watch who's a football fan would like absolutely love this Hmm. Um, is the is the Damned United so yeah yeah what are your experiences you just recently rewatched it yeah
0: Damned United by acclaimed director Tom Hooper who made Cats Cats. so yes (laughs) (laughs) yes that's important to mention considering I actually think uh, I yeah I did rewatch it recently and it was uh, it improved actually on the Mm -hmm. on what I thought of it before I think it's uh, yeah, and it, this plays into like one of the films which knows how to circumvent the problem of actually capturing a fo- football game. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even when I didn't rewatch it, the the moment that was always in my memory was when he's in the exactly uh, when Martin Sheen's character is the, walking in, in that his, you know? uh, team's dugout, dugout and, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's actually a fantastically lit scene, right, also, yeah, like, yeah. uh.
1: I mean it, uh, it has like
0: all yeah. that sort of shadow and everything going on at that time at the, in the background like, uh, it's like a da- like a shadow dance yeah yeah basically yeah yeah and then it's like him trying to understand the emotion huh. of it all and it's like a really really good way of dramatizing i know there were if there were the usual sort of oh this doesn't match reality which i think is like a very boring criticism i i don't know but if like, there uh, was any criticism like that but yeah go ahead no, as in, like, people were like, oh, it's not factual, they dramatized it. I was like, of course they dramatized it. Like, do you think people would, like, roam around in a shadowy dugout uh, I mean, while but, their team is, like, beating another but, team? But,
1: but I think um, that dramatized part in all these films doesn't really matter if it's slow. If it's, you know, if, you, if you're engaged all throughout it, it doesn't matter how it's course, going to manipulate yeah, yeah, me or, you know, do it. W- if you do it well, you know, yeah. you, I'm sold. That's the whole part. And just just yeah. by how you just mentioned Absolutely. about the lighting and all, it's shot, like, extremely well. You know, it captures that uh, yeah. 70s, late 60s, early 70s, late 70s all apart. It looks like someone, Legend. you know, documented yeah. it, but it's not like a documentary or even, like, lensed that way. But, um, yeah, I think uh, yeah. Damned United was one of the starting few films that I watched when I got into, like, watching films. And this was recommended to be my, uh, to to me by a very good friend of mine who said you're a football fan you should watch this film you have not watched it and um, and mm. this this film fits into that category which I call that the kind of films that should not end that I want that I want to watch more and more and more of mm. you know I, I was like you know yeah. when this film ended and yeah. it's a fairly short film I, I feel like this is hundred less than hundred minutes. It and I it's thought It's a very
0: quick film also. Yeah, yeah. you know,
1: it, it just jumps from yeah. point A to point B and, you know, it does it very well yeah. as well. And the best part about yeah. it was, like, uh, the, the same thing which I spoke about Maradona was, it captures a very certain section of, um, uh, of Brian Kroff's life yeah. and then moves around and, you know, and that character is course, portrayed yeah. so well by Martin Sheen. I mean...
0: Martin Sheen is fantastic. I, yeah. I I I think I undersold his performance when I when I initially <laughs> watched it because I had heard a lot of people like say he's very good and I was like oh yeah he is very good yeah and then right now I watched it and I was like just such a good performance yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's so like. It, you know the relationship between, and I think the film actually is structured around the relationship between him and Peter Taylor, Peter who's Taylor, yeah. played by yeah, yeah. the always, always great, by always great uh-huh. Timothy, Spall. Timothy Spall, Uh, uh But like be, both of them, uh, so I think uh, the the thing is that he, he their relationship reminded me of the Sherlock TV show hmm. uh, with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. and. Uh, I'm forgetting the guy's name for some reason. Uh, Martin Freeman. Uh, Martin Freeman. Uh, uh, Martin Freeman. Yes, uh, and the fact that you know Martin Sheen is in in Damned United is basically unbearable without uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. without the mediating presence of Peter Taylor. Peter Tray- Taylor. Yeah. Peter yeah. Taylor because he's yeah. and 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 especially recent watch me. I think it was more to do with kind mm-hmm. of and it's a very tricky line to pull off. But I think they always they have that element of, you know, mm. portraying a flawed character. Right. As, uh, like, him being a, definitely a flawed character who kind of brings his own downfall at right, Leeds, right, at, least, right. uh, at Leeds United. The other ideas of, like, him, of other people, I guess some people are more uh, seen as villains in this, more clearly, mm. like, the Leeds. Don Ravie. Ex-coach, who, like, uh, yeah. Abs- yeah, 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 Don Revy, and, like, and the players also come off as, like, pretty horrible people but like yeah, yeah, yeah uh but yeah i don't think brian clough is excused of like his his sort of childish pursuit yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah arrogant and like mm. timothy what? spall is like that father figure almost which is mm. like trying to always contain him i mean i mean
1: all uh, of uh, so yeah that's a yeah i think timothy spall's character was more like a reflection for uh uh brian clough you know um so, so, it was always yeah. like, you they need a,
0: a lot of shots like that also.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, you need a character like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I was saying was the the fact that, you know, um, that, you know, this character was not there for any sort of introspection. Um, I mean, it was hmm. that character was in that moment. He was flawed and he made those mistakes, you know. And even if it was short, it was directed in such a way, you know, that, you know, it, this guy is this hmm. way. And, you know, he is not going to change. And, yeah. you know, he won it with that attitude. Uh, the achievements that he had, uh, yeah. you know, uh, with Nottingham Forest. After that, yeah. Even like Derby County. And before that, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Derby County, yeah. So, I mean, Derby that, County, yeah, yeah. Th- that yeah. as a subject matter, I- I'm. I'm we're, we're all looking at this very subjectively and all of it. But, sorry, objectively, objectively. Yeah. But even subjectively, this just makes yeah. for a very good, you know, watch. You know, it's, it's less than 100 yeah. minutes. It's super engaging. And, you know... I can't see yep. anything like this is one of my all-time favorite like if I had to just name my 50 all-time favorite films this just stands there as one of my favorite films so I, I don't yep. know if I have to like judge objectively yep. to you know convince people to watch this film because I I think this is just this is just amazing as a film if you, even if you're not a football fan it's just you know you're informed yep. as much as you sh- as you should be at that point and you're engaged in that character's journey all through so, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that was a... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very, very good watch,
0: like... Hmm. No, definitely, I think uh, it's it's got one of... Uh, again, it's like the how, how the, the... I know some people will probably scoff at this uh, comparison because this other movie is much more well-reputed, but like... It is a bit like social network in the sense that even if you don't know stuff about technology. Right, right, right. Like like it's it it has like that element of targeting very universal themes like friendship, loyalty, Mm -hmm. partnership. Mm -hmm. And then there was one line that really stood to me, you know, one line, but like this idea of the manager being like the lowest person Uh in English football. Is like a really I mean to me I'm a very sort of manager-oriented person. Mm -hmm. Like I really like I, I like to follow managers. Yeah, so do I, lot, yeah. Even though I support the... Even though I stick to supporting the second worst team in North London. Uh, but, you didn't like Mourinho uh, though. But yeah, it's... Uh, I mean...
1: Yeah, but I do like to follow...
0: I, that's the other person Brian Clough reminded me of. A little bit, I won't lie. A bit of Mourinho, to be honest. And uh, and just... He is charismatic, even though he's, an, uh, he's a big a-hole. But yes... Uh, <laughs> which is like fine mm-hmm. but, but yeah in any case I think uh, it, it, like they it talks about football in a more universal way rather than like going obscuro about it and like becoming like a PR exercise which which a lot of all or nothing sometimes comes down to I think mm-hmm. which I haven't even seen the second season uh, about Spurs which you've seen and you thought was decent but I, I was very much tuned uh, out of it after two episodes no no so no, so just All or Nothing, you... I know you've seen the second season, I have not. Yeah, Considering yeah, yeah. Uh, I turned <laughs> off after they chucked out Pochettino in like two minutes. So, yeah, you'll, you'll probably know more about the All or Nothing stuff. Uh, but I mean, All I'm, or Nothing uh, is... Uh, anyways, um, the Damned United is amazing, so...
1: Yeah, Damned United is... But All or Nothing, those shows are... Um, you know, you can treat them as like daily soaps. <laughs> like, they're not melodramatic or anything. But, you know, you can watch them as like a... TV serial kind of thing, but yeah, Behind, I mean they aren't that good yeah, of yeah. a sell. But what 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 else would you recommend hmm. as like football based films, you know, for people who are listening to this apart football. from the two we've spoken at length?
0: I mean, then the Northern Goal is like <laughs> tier one, right? It's the <laughs> benchmark of what what we should aim for. Uh, no, you... I, apart from that, actually, I have not. Sorry, I've not seen a lot but of But have the, you
1: seen other really Hindi films on based on football?
0: Bended. I don't think so. I've heard one of them is, uh, I'm forgetting the I, name. I Isn't saw it Little Zizu or someone? I forgot.
1: Little Zizu? I, I've not seen Little Zizu. I, I've seen... I don't know.
0: There was something on that. You know?
1: Two films, uh, which I saw them very long back hmm. when I was a kid. And uh, one of them That's was it. made by, directed by Prakash Jha. Uh, which was his second film or his debut film. I don't remember. That film was Hippepurre. Okay. So um, I don't know where it's, I think it's available on Z5 if I'm not wrong because I was just checking about it the other day. And I I watched this like very, very long back, like probably like early 2000s uh, or that time. And then there is this this movie called The Mm -hmm. Goal, uh, which has Irfan Khan in it. And this was also early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I, I don't remember so much about those I'm films. Um totally
0: clueless about those.
1: Yeah, they, uh, I think... The should, I, on, should,
0: I, should I remain clueless?
1: <laughs> you can watch them, I think, but you have to watch it with that context also, okay. you know. Um, those are uh, funded by yeah. NFDC and all those kind of movies. So, you know, they come in ah, with that, okay, okay. come in oh, with yeah, that, okay. you know, um, restriction and whatever yeah. time constraints that we had mm. probably early 2000s, lack of knowledge about football and, and mm. whatever. But yeah, Dhandaran mm. is the yeah. mm. only famous one. Incidentally, incidentally written by uh, Vikram Arinti mm. Motwani, which was the last guy I
0: expected to write. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. He is not involved in that. I I refuse to believe it. I don't know. Maybe just check it online. I because I, I, he that's must what have done a rewrite or two. <laughs> <laughs> You've oh you got God. Billo Rani also in I it. I so always I mean, thought the guy always made it's got Alshad Varsi and Boman Arani, both of whom are good. They have, they have that really uh, good mm. scene. Good scene, I say. But yeah, they have that scene at Manchester United, right? Manchester at, at they went Trafford. to Old Trafford and shot. Uh, I know, I know. About I looking like, into the mirror and something like that, right? Uh, it is written by Anurag to... Kashyap also, sir. Not just Vikram Aditya uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this is hard to believe. I won't lie. Uh, no, I, I just, did not associate. I had no clue about this.
1: I don't know why I cracked up listening to that Manchester United. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> <laughs> because you're the fan, you're the Manchester United fan. So it's fine.
1: Oh my god! But <laughs> no. Anyway, um, yeah. What else? What else have you seen? Um, you know, films that are based on uh, football or football what as a is- center
0: football related stuff football yeah um i honestly the more mm-hmm. go ahead the go the more ahead. you tell me to like list movies i can i can just list movies which i have not seen which are like bend like beckham and you only told me shaolin soccer which i have not seen shaolin I soccer is such a fun movie a lot of podcasts i have yeah. not seen it i have not I, I, I maybe i should see it but i i honestly i don't know if people are interested in podcasts but definitely i think podcasts capture something really nice about football history sometimes which I have which I never knew about and I think they do it in a constrained manner mm. like they don't have key they don't have that restriction right of telling a story story they they can right, right be right. more like impromptu uh sort of recollections of memories etc and uh mm. you're not like reliant on the screen to show the stuff in any case right, so there's right. a podcast called Golazzo which I think I would recommend for like Italy yeah, Italian yeah, sort of mentioned before yeah. uh, football if anyone's interested uh, and, hmm. and yeah, I mean, that's my limitation, I guess, to oh, uh, probably should explore other things. Yeah,
1: I, I just recently watched um, the Alex, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson documentary also, which um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought was really good, not just in terms of because I have like, you know, whatever hmm. emotional attachment to that subject or my liking towards the subject. Yeah. But as a film also, it was yeah. like fairly well made, like very well made, actually. Yeah. Uh, unexpected. Is it because it on I, Netflix or? No, it's on Amazon, but I don't know if it's streaming in India right now. Okay. Um, Got it. But, but just, uh, I was a little apprehensive in the beginning because I, I saw his, his son was credited as the director, but it was really well made. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, it just captures how Sir Alex Ferguson's, mm-hmm. you know, philosophy lies where it lied, you know. And just the whole factor of memory because, you know, he suffered a stroke a couple of years back and... He yeah. was scared that he lose all these memories. So this this documentary serves that purpose of you know
0: wow, yeah, keeping quite powerful his think, his memories yeah.
1: intact and you know like his un- his legacy is unparalleled anyway for people who know about football.
0: Of course. But yeah. you
1: know it makes up for a very yeah. good watch and you know it it's yeah, I o- as informative yeah. as you ca- as it can be. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I should ch- ch- I should definitely check that out because I an hmm. uh, armchair Man United supporter in the <laughs> beginning, so I would be interested in in. Uh, <laughs> In Sir Alex Ferguson's legacy also. Yeah. Uh, but the other... Actually, the other one I've been told to watch and I've heard is like the hmm. best version of All or Nothing mm-hmm. is the Sunderland Till till I Die. Oh, till yeah, yeah, die. yeah, yeah.
1: I've not Which seen is
0: supposed to be myself. like the best one because they were provided unrestricted ex- access to the club. Yeah, 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 And like the club suffered <laughs> the two relegations consecutively, which yeah, yeah, is yeah. like the material you need for like a documentary, <laughs> right? like absolute Uh, failure like literally like filming like a complete car crash of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. just you're allowed to do that without like having the restriction of putting something out or not putting something Mm. out uh so it doesn't seem like that pr exercise also right it just Mm -hmm. seems like a a brutally honest uh thing about how club management can like literally go down the toilet (laughs) something like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, i know some people have like really really praised it uh some yeah. friends who are interested in mm-hmm. uh, football I've, so i've heard yeah uh, so yeah it's on netflix i think so it would that would be a good is it on
1: netflix or uh, is,
0: is, is it, it on uh, is it on prime i think it's on netflix prime is another football show which which i started watching but didn't sort of get into that's to do with like its cultural relevance the football's cultural relevance uh, but let me just
1: Oh, the, uh, there's this... Channel until I Die
0: is on... Uh,
1: Netflix, yeah, yeah, No, no Leeds, Leeds, Leeds documentary uh, was also Netflix, fairly so. good, apparently. I have not seen it uh, either.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I've heard that. That was one of the better ones i heard. Yeah, yeah. but... but. Uh, um. So, yeah, I've just chosen the wrong clubs to watch about them. <laughs> Manchester City yeah. and Tottenham, I guess, yeah. <laughs> No, but no, but that could also extend to just choosing the wrong club to support. Yeah. That's also there <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but yeah. But
1: these are mostly not PR exercises, I think, you know, all these uh, Yeah these yeah. newer documentaries.
0: Yeah, I mean just I, I remember out watching the second episode in which they were showing how yeah, second episode they were like showing how they how much good they do for society and I was like Ah uh, you know,
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I I you. understand
0: yeah. Like yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think all these companies are now trying to find out like various ways to you know promote and do marketing and all. So I think Burger King or some yeah. some brand partnered with like an like an eighth division uh team or something, and pe- and they oh. give like put out a challenge something like that that you know someone who gets that team to the first division and wins it will get something of a prize from Burger yeah. King or some brand I don't remember I can't recall. So, you know, all those Burger King ka uh, logos would be on that team's jersey and all of that. That's a great way to market and all. And all of these, uh, you know, people are just trying to like, you know, find ways to market their clubs. And, you know,
0: um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I remember noticing Everton having uh, uh, Angry Birds ka logo on their sleeves two, three years back. I was like, what is, what are they coming to? I mean, I know Carlo Ancelotti has left them recently, so they're probably a bigger joke than Spurs and Arsenal at this point. But like, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. I,
1: I, Two obscure football yeah. references, man. People won't get. This is a film podcast.
0: I know, but like, come on. I have to throw Arsenal under the bus. Really? I mean, they are already under there. But like, <laughs> like how much ever? How much oh, coming to that, there's the this
1: very old film which I told you about. I forgot the name. Huh, the Arsenal Stadium Mystery, which I, I've seen like half of it, I couldn't complete okay. it. But, you know, uh, that's one of those acclaimed films. Mm. You know, Scorsese admires that film and that filmmaker. So, it's available on oh, YouTube. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, it's there on YouTube. I, and wow. it's I don't know. it's an 80-minute, 80 85-minute film.
0: So, yeah, you can watch that as well. Yeah. But otherwise, there are a few... I mean, if you want, but like but, but like, just <laughs> why would you, like, why would you?
1: I mean, it's not <laughs> ironical, but uh, it's not ironical,
0: but you know, Arsenal, it is, though, it's about Arsenal's long lost, long lost glory days, which is like the most <laughs> relevant topic, I guess, for the <laughs> uh, Anyway, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say anything considering my club is in the, this <laughs> in is, this Garton is also. Arsenal,
1: Arsenal yeah. hating podcast. Welcome, welcome to the viewers or listeners. <laughs>
0: I'm sure there's. I, I'm sure there will be people who are Arsenal fans also who listen to oh, this. Oh shit! But apparently half the world is Arsenal fans. Yes. Yeah, so. uh, we need to be a little more <laughs> so diplomatic. We'll be losing subscribers. Maybe.
1: They'll unfollow this podcast. Yeah, we can <laughs>
0: cut some stuff out. Yeah, yeah. We can but, cut some
1: um, stuff out. Yeah, I mean, uh, what else? Yeah. I think bend it like Beckham, uh, like how you mentioned. Apart from hmm. that, the, there's this uh, John Huston film, Escape to Victory, which I also saw like quite long back. So which has I've which, which stars uh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Um, uh, Max von Sydow and Sido or how you want to pronounce mm. and um, Michael Kane yeah. so yeah it's it's not as oh, famous wow. as it should have been but uh, yeah I mean it's a fairly good yeah. cast and you know it also has Pele in it if I'm not wrong Yeah. Uh, so yeah even that's quite oh, famous okay. you know um, yeah but then
0: so, quite a so does Gold to have David Beckham <laughs> oh, actually never mind King Arthur has David Beckham to be honest I mean uh, uh, that was like Arthur.
1: whatever uh, the early 80s when it came out, so you know that was like a big thing, I, I, according to me. Uh, yeah, otherwise, who's that, who's that uh, yeah. footballer no, who, who appears in Guy Ritchie movies? Um, he was a
0: defender. I thought it was Beckham only, no? Oh, no, there's some oh, yeah, some cockney guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I he was a beast of a
1: defender. I, I saw his one of his games against uh, you know, oh, can, yeah, yeah. I game. have
0: forgotten who this is, but yeah, but yeah, anyway, I mean, we should probably do. Yeah, uh, the the thing you've reminded me of actually is uh, two Ken Loach movies. Uh, Both of them aren't about football, football. They're very much... Football's on the periphery of them, but like... But they are, uh, I mean, Kes is one of them. Kes, yeah, uh, yeah, the Which greatest. is like just an <laughs> incredible movie altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible movie. Mm. Uh, which which I think is one of the big inspirations for Odan, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it he, is. because is. he needs to get his name polished after uh, after Dhandanathan Kol. Uh, <laughs> he wrote and we probably revealed it <laughs> to ourselves. Uh, And the other one more directly, which has Eric Eric Cantona, which is about which is about United and I think fan culture there and like how a man sort of idolizes Cantona and then kind of structures his life around him,
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: but kind of loses sight of what his own life is. So something like that. Cantona is very good in it. He's he's anyway supposed to be like a super eccentric guy. Right. You you guys will know better because you guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've not seen that movie, but I've like, than I ever did, but,
1: oh. I've heard like a lot about it. So I may watch it very soon. Hmm. But I think we've listed down fairly yeah. good number of um, films that are based on football. So you know, people who are listening to it can watch it. Follow us on Spotify. If you're listening to it, yeah. uh, leave us a comment. I think this is fairly good. Um, I'm using fairly a lot. Uh, this is a very good uh, episode um, about, you know, just films that are based on football. Follow us on Instagram, leave a comment, just text or DM us films that you'd want us to talk about, Um, you know, recommend if you want us to watch something and follow, like, share, whatever the thing that you do.
0: Preferably not Arsenal stuff, but
1: yeah. (laughs) I mean, so that's (laughs) that. So yeah, this is the podcast. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning into this episode. We have more exciting episodes coming up shortly on new Netflix and Amazon Prime video releases, such as Jagamay Tundaram, and Cherni. Hit the follow button on Spotify, to stay tuned. They rapi rprpr, hookah